What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode number 32 of the Mac Geeks podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Hughley, and I am excited to get talking this one tonight. Um, got our first actual show where we get to talk about real life wrestling that happened and not just, you know, what might happen. Um, we have results. We had a whole first week of ACC wrestling that we're going to dive into tonight. Um, and we're, we're getting this thing kind of, we're, we're getting it going. Me and Jack are figuring out how to schedule things and how to not talk for hours on end. So, uh, hopefully this will be, this will be pretty good. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on my co-host, Mr. Jack Mueller. All right. What's yeah. Up, what's Jack? up? Um, yeah. One of the first things you learn at UVA is time management. And clearly I didn't pay attention in any of those seminars. Um, but boy, did my freaking who's look good this weekend? They look so good. Oh man. I had to watch it with a freaking magnifying glass, but when I did watch, they looked freaking good. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about that because, uh, you were, you were, a little peeved when me and you were texting back and forth. Oh, oh nice. yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of built up. I haven't vented yet, so we'll, we'll wait for that later in the show. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Whoops. Didn't even realize it. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Talk about, obviously, App State was on Rockfin. Uh, I think they did the best with, with what they had. Uh, it's hard because you can't, like, have multiple streams, and they had three mats, so it was, like, madness. But, you know... It, at least it was wrestling, even if it was with magnifying glass. Um, got to watch watch Virginia back in action, man. I mean, and, uh, I, I think there was wrestling. I don't know if I could really see it. Um, <laughs> there was mats, for sure. Watched a couple <laughs> of uh, blobs back and forth and then checked the results <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Um, yeah. Just to make sure they're the right person. Well, I mean, I was watching Flow Arena more than I was watching the actual matches. Me too. I Eventually, I gave up, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't, like... Well, also, it would have been a little helpful if they would have had, like, names or something at the bottom, but... Or scores, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, before we get into that and the fact that I'm whooping your butt in, uh, in our picks already... Um, Garbage. I, yeah, yeah I'm, already, I'm already winning, and it's going to continue. Um, but before we get into that, we actually do have a special guest tonight, and this is something we're going to try to do every week. Who knows? I don't know. It depends on who we can get and all that kind of stuff. But we have, we're going to try to bring on one of the top performers of the ACC every week, um, and we are very fortunate to have got one of them on the phone with us right now. So I'm going to go ahead and just get done talking crap, and I'm going to kick Jack off for a few minutes, and uh, I'm going to bring on one of the top performers of the week. Uh, he is a freshman at Virginia Tech. First, not only a freshman, but a true freshman at Virginia Tech. Uh, first year in Blacksburg, stepping on the mat, starting for the Hokies, and starts off his debut in a big way uh, with a pin. So let's go ahead and bring on Mr. Sammy Hilgis. What's up, Sammy? Hey, how are you? Good. How about you, man? Pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, man. I, I'm I'm excited to talk to you. It, it's really cool because. I was sitting watching the match, and this was the first one, right? Because UNC Campbell got postponed, so y'all's was the first ACC match. I'm sitting there watching, and like the lineup looks so freaking good. I was excited to see you wrestle, and of course, you come out there and blow the top off of it in the first match. So uh, it was awesome, man. But yeah, so you know, how's everything going? Uh, Do you have practice today, off day? What's it like? Yeah, so. Uh... 
Today we had practice just uh, nice. I got a little one on one with uh, me and Andonia and went in with Frere just to work on a couple of things. Then we just we finished up with uh, we had a little we had another practice at three o'clock and that was kind of just on our own drill and then got a couple five minute live goes in. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, is he is he kind of your your main guy that you go with? I know he's a little bit bigger than you, but is that kind of who your training partner is? Uh, I mean, right now my training partners have been like all throughout. I mean, because like with us being like we have a really nice depth throughout like all our lightweights. So from like even from twenty five through like forty nine, fifty seven, it's so, it's so nice to have like so many good guys. I mean, like I have the range from. Latona, like work with Prada some days, uh, like Corbin Myers, Brandon Wittenberg, Girardi, Andonian, Jake Hart, Caden Darber, Brady, and Ulrich. I mean, like just having those guys. And then that's like, that's just on our team. And like having Nashawn Garrett, having Coach Brewer, having Coach Freyer, and having uh, James Green in there, it's, it's awesome just to have like those many resources to help me get better. And I mean, like honestly, there are some days where I I get beat up like a good bit. So yeah. it, it's awesome to just like be able to be in the room and always have something to improve on each day. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I've, I've talked to a couple of Hokies so far, and they all say the same thing. Like y'all's room is just incredible. I mean, like monsters. And I feel like you're right in the middle of all of that. So it's got to be awesome to learn from all those, but at the same time, like. You, I don't. You might want to break every once in a while from from all that yeah. craziness. Because um, yeah, like you said, I mean, all those names like Latona, Myers, Andonian, like even the bigger guys, like the coaches are all you know within you know shooting range of your weight. So, dude, that's crazy. Um, but I mean, obviously, it's paying off. It, it's working out for you. So, um, I wanted to to ask you a little bit about the weekend, the match. I mean, this is the first time we saw you. Uh, you know, on the mat in college. Um, but actually I forgot real quick before that you are, you're a freshman, right? And so this is mm-hmm. your first year in Blacksburg. Uh, you're in high school when COVID hit and all that kind of stuff. So you're, you know, brand new. Most, uh, freshmen are, are usually red shirting, but obviously we have this crazy year. Um, I'm interested, you know, what got you to Blacksburg? Why, why are you a Hokie and, and not somewhere else? Why am I Hokie? Okay. So, I mean, I remember coming down here. I believe I was so, I was a sophomore in high school, and I came down for a camp over the summer. It was a freestyle clinic, and like just being at uh, Quest, like school of wrestling, my club that I went to, and then like even my high school North Hills, like just having the re- like my coaches like as resources was huge for me, like with recruiting because of how well like they knew so many other coaches and. With Akerley and Coach Jones being so close with Roby, it was awesome because I had a real, like, nice connection. And uh, I think that helped me, like, get closer with Coach Roby because I knew that, like, my support my support staff was really close with him and had nothing but, like, good things to say about him. So, I mean, that really helped in that the fact that, like, they already knew, like, they put all the faith in me, like, to make the right choice. And just coming down on campus and, like, being down here in the summertime, it, it was awesome. It's, like, I like the being out here in the country. It's its own place. Like, Virginia Tech's the main thing here for athletics. So people always come in and watch. 
and it's beautiful down here, man. It, it, there's nothing better than being down in Blacksburg. Uh, well, you know, there is, and it's Athens, Georgia. Uh, good dogs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, no, I definitely get that. And you're from, from PA, so it's got to be nice to have maybe a little bit nicer weather than uh, – well, I guess it's not too it's not too far away, so maybe – Maybe it's a little bit better, not much. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely it's definitely nicer. I mean, down up in Pittsburgh, you it's the wackiest weather, like you can imagine. It's it's just so bipolar up there. So it's nice to have like consistent, like nice warm days. Like it, like we were able to go outside and do stuff the other day. Like on Sunday, on our off day after our match, like we were able to get together and like go outside and do stuff. So it, it's nice to at least have some warmth a little so, down south a little bit. Oh, I'm muted. Wow. Um, sorry, guys. But the other thing was um, the the obviously the fact that it's your first year on campus that with this unusual set of circumstances that we have with this year being basically an extra year, right? It doesn't count. Uh, there's pretty much like it, from the coaches and wrestlers standpoint, no reason not to wrestle anybody, right? Because a red shirt really wouldn't do anybody much good because it doesn't save any year for you. So um I'm just wondering, how did it feel to be wrestling in Blacksburg, you know, on the new mat? Uh, it's you're you're barely on campus, right? So not only did you get just get there, but you're you're thrown right into the spotlight. You went from wrestling on a high school mat to you know there was a couple of summer tournaments, but basically the next thing is wearing a Virginia Tech singlet and you know actually being on on ACC Network or ESPN or whatever it was on. Yeah, I mean, like I've I've always been told, like it's it's still wrestling match. I've wrestled so many matches before in my life, but like just being in that atmosphere and like knowing that like now like everything's broadcast on national television, it's like a big thing and like how you carry yourself no matter what. But uh, it was really it was it was a different kind of excitement that I felt like like just being that my it was my first win and like how it what happened during the match and like just getting a pin. But, uh, I mean, like we've talked about it in the room a couple of times, but, uh, like this year it's like any, we're treating it like any other year, like how all the football teams are saying like, Oh, like we're just happy to have a season. Like for us, like I know Latona made a really big point the other day in practice at the end of, uh, and he was saying that like, like I don't want to be happy that we're just having a season. Like we're we're here to make a point, and we're here to show up at the end of, at the end of the season in March on and be wrestling on Saturday night in the national finals underneath the lights. So I mean, like for us, like we're still we're still training. It's not just so uh, we have a free year to do whatever we want. We're we're still training to be under the lights on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I have no doubt that we're, we're going to see several of you doing that. Um, I mean, definitely look good that the first time out on the mat. But, you know, actually out on the mat, right? You're, you're finally wrestling in a hokey singlet. You get your first opponent, uh, guy from Campbell, Hannah, who's pretty good. And you get taken down, like right in the first period, first like minute or something. I'm wondering, like, What's going through your mind when you got first got that first take got taken down first? Was it kind of like, all right, this is go time, or you know, like what was going through your mind when you got taken down? 
Uh, honestly, when I first got taken down, he blew through me. So I had really, I had no time to think about anything. Like he, he blew right through me. Like it was so quick. So as soon, as soon as I hit my hip, I like into, I was like, Oh, I got to get off bottom. Got to get out real quick and get back up on my feet. But like just that first thought, like I really didn't have any thought about it. But like the fact that like going back and just like talking to everyone after they're like, wow, man, that that was a really quick takedown. <laughs> like he blew through you. I mean, uh, but I mean, like even if you give up a takedown, like you still got to go after it. I mean, I was talking to Nashon in practice before and he was saying to me, like, even if you're getting taken down and you get up, you still have to constantly be going forward and like on the attack. Like you're gonna give up a takedown here and there, but it's it's how you come back from that. So, I mean, it was big, and especially him taking a neutral in the second period, me be able to get to a leg and take him down was like it was another big thing for me. Yeah, and that leads right into what I was gonna ask next is that you know obviously you got taken down, but you you were able to get away, and then. Um, the next thing you actually got your own takedown and I think well for one backing up a second when you got taken down when you got up I think like for me at least I could see like all right it's go time from you a little bit like all right let's go and you got that takedown uh, when you got on top see I haven't actually watched that much of you before I heard that you're pretty good on top but you know I actually saw it so you got on top and were absolutely brutal to this poor kid uh, it, I mean, it looked like it hurt. And so what I'm wondering is, is your top game, is that something that you kind of pride yourself on? Or was it just like situational? Like, you know, I feel like I'm obviously feel like you're good in all positions, but is that something you pride yourself on? Uh, Definitely for sure. I mean, like just growing up and like, and being at quest, like having one of the best, like, top coaches in the country I would say like one like hands down one of the best like and just learning from him like has been awesome like being with coach Akeley and then like getting down here and working with everyone on the staff like and just like enhancing and like evolving my wrestling but like as I evolve it like you got to simplify things that just work for you and you're going to be able to turn anyone with but yeah I definitely pride myself in my top yeah, I mean, well, you strapped a saddle on him and, and rode him uh, really well. And then, of course, you end up getting getting the big pin, right? He goes for – or he goes to kind of try to stand up, and you slid off to the side, locked up the cradle, uh, and we're able to roll it through. So, I, I, you know, kind of getting into your mind again a little, a little – I mean, I know in the moment it's it's hard, but was the, the cradle something that you were kind of looking for, or was it just like it happened, like – what happened there that allowed you to get that cradle? Uh, I mean, like being on top, like we've been working on just like situational positions and about like, just like breaking guys down and being able to like just ride the hips or just like work when we worked on like cradle positions and just being able to go cross body and work like just uh, cross face cradles and all that. And just like, as soon as he kind of pivoted and kind of turned into me, like having that ankle hooked and just being able to be aware in that situation that I got to extend his hip and they just crank down on that head and kind of lock something up and tighten up. But it's like real big for me there. I mean, just like it's, it's just being aware in different positions, like just being on top and allowing that guy to flow into one position that you you're able to get to that cradle there. 
Yeah, and then when you got it, it was like for for people that are listening that actually wrestled like that's that wasn't it was a hard position, right? When you locked it up and you were able to take it over, you were in that kind of like off to the side position fighting to get back on top, right? And so like tell us like walk us through that position a little bit because it, it wasn't the easy like you got a cradle, you're on top and you're like tripoded up easy right you had to really fight to keep that thing and to get the get his back flat on the mat so i guess walk us through you know what you're what's going on when uh you're trying to adjust on top yeah uh so like when i first locked it up i i had to change my grip i almost lost it because like because it wasn't as secure but as i changed my grip like just being able to break them down to that hip and like securing the back points first was big because like I try to hip down and like come over and try pot up and like really like get the pin for sure. But it was just being patient there and just waiting for letting his uh, shoulder try and pop and get my hip, hip popping his head up a little bit, try and flatten his shoulders out. But that's definitely like not something to try and just rush and hop back over. It's kind of just letting it settle in until you can really get those shoulders flat. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, obviously you ended up getting there. Yeah. You got the pin, first match, huge pin. Like, there's no better way to start off a college career than going out, locking up a cradle, pinning the guy. Um, and we saw you show a little bit of emotion after, a little fist bump. Um, yeah, how did it feel to have your, you know, your debut and in a pin? Uh, I mean, it, it was really exciting for me. It, it, I mean, it was awesome. Just like, even though there, there, there's not that many fans there, you mean, I mean, just having like, all our parents like being there like from all the team just for support and like our whole team there it was really exciting especially like coming off the mat almost tripped and fell like going back to the hallway to do my cool down and do some sprints back there but uh yeah it it was really it was really exciting for me I mean not every match is going to be like that there's definitely going to be a lot more grinding to do like come during the season especially with like all our ACC opponents coming up but uh it, it it was really it was really nice to get off on a on a good foot. Well, if it makes you feel any better, the the camera did not catch any kind of trip, so that that's just for you. Uh, the the world didn't see that one, and uh, yeah, I mean it, it's gotta be cool having your parents there in the crowd, but uh, you know you also it, it sucks to to not have the packed stadium, right? But you do have everybody that would have been in that stadium watching online, right? We're all watching, uh, and it was an awesome duel. But, um, oh, one quick thing I forgot to ask that I wanted to ask you. You mentioned, obviously, uh, growing up in PA, training at, at Quest. actually had a, uh, a, a comment on Twitter that, that asked me to ask you a question. So uh, this guy said, you know, if, you were gonna, if you're wrestling Mason Beckman, what's your go-to takedown to take him down? If I'm wrestling Mason Beckman, my go-to takedown. Uh, see, now, whenever me and Mason wrestle, they're – I don't shoot as much against Mason now that now that he hasn't stepped on the scale in a while. So uh oh, my go-to, I think I'd let him try and shoot his dump and try and maybe leg cradle him or something. And I know he's probably listening right now laughing at me because like thinking that I'd try and leg cradle him, but uh I don't know, man. I think maybe trying to jack up an underhook or something and try and get to an ankle. Just try and, I think I'd try and slow him down first, try and get him a little bit worn out before I start shooting on him. Yeah, well, you know, he, he does listen. So uh, he heard the leg cradle, and, uh, you know, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, next time you guys are on the mat, uh, you know, he might have a little extra something throwing at you, <laughs> the leg cradle comment. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I yeah. got confidence in you. Yeah, like you said, he's been out of it for a little bit. That. He'll appreciate the leg cradle comment. Yeah. Uh, but if it happens, I got to know. I got to know who wins. Uh, all right, man. But I got a cup. I got just one more actually for you. Uh, so the team looked great. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of it's very underrated team, if you ask me, because of the youth. Right. There's obviously you got, you know, you got the champ. Right. So you got some really good dudes on there that are highly ranked that people know a lot about. But there's a really big portion of y'all's team that is very young. Um, but also very highly rated or highly recruited guys. You know, I think there's a lot of pop coming from this team. So what was your overall uh, thought on how the team looked? And, you know, what do you see from the team this year? Uh, I thought, I mean, I, th I thought we wrestled really good. I mean, th there's definitely positions like throughout like the extra matches and the matches that were wrestled in the, the official dual meet that like we still need to improve on and like that we're we're still like we're working on every day i mean like I, it was a really nice duel to start out with and especially being pretty dominant i mean there's a couple close matches but like come the end of the year i feel we're going to be more put together we're going to we're going to have those matches and we're going to be well prepared for like the acc tournament but uh there, there's some guys that are very overlooked on our team, and it, and like we have a lot of depth at certain at all, like all our weight classes. So I mean, no matter what kind of lineup we put out there, we're gonna be pretty good. I mean, I'd like I, I'd like to say that we're a little bit underrated, so we we can make that jump and really surprise everyone how good we actually are. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have very very high expectations i'm looking forward to it you guys are going to do really well uh, it's going to be fun to see see the team not just this year but over the next four or five years with with all those young guys including yourself so uh i know you know i'm i'm super excited and i'll make my way up there eventually for a for a duel and uh maybe i'll get to meet you in person man but thanks for joining and we had a really good time talking to you yeah. like i said before uh definitely going to bring you back on for for the full full interview sam latona treatment you know hour and a half let's just sit down and talk um so we'll definitely have to do that in the future man yeah i appreciate it man thanks for having me oh absolutely it's great talking to you i'll talk to you next yeah, time you sounds good see you man see ya all right and we're gonna bring my co-host back on uh jack we had we we had to kind of shove you over to the side for a little bit and, and get one of the the top performers of the week. Had to get the old guy out of here, out with the old, in with the yeah. new. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. There's well, a new there's a new uh, rider in the in the ACC, and it's not me. So, yeah, you know, I'm heartbroken, but well, hey, I'm excited know, to see it. You know, if you were still there, you'd be tearing it up. Uh, unfortunately, COVID sucks, but you know, it is what COVID it is. Sucks. Yeah, it definitely sucks. Yeah, it is what it is. You're gonna tear it up <laughs> on the senior circuit for a little while, and uh, then you'll you'll coach some guys to greatness. So, um, man, but what are your thoughts? We, you know, obviously it's cool, man. I really love doing this. I love interviewing all these guys because not only is it cool just to talk wrestling and like hear you know thoughts and you know mindset and all that kind of stuff, but um, all of these people that we t end up getting to talk to are freaking awesome. Like all just super cool people um I mean, he seems 
nicest dude in the world. Uh, I'm definitely pulling for him. Uh, what were your thoughts, I guess, on uh, on the conversation and, and his performance this weekend? He looked really good. Um, you know, I think it's great for, for first years, especially true freshmen, uh, to have this year because it's not it's not going to be a normal college season where it's a grind and and you have those November opens and then you have Vegas and then you have Midlands and then you have dual season you get to scrap 15 20 matches and just do that last half which is awesome because it's not hard to get up for these rivalry duels and it's not hard to get up for ACCs or NCAAs and uh guys like like Hillegas is it's gonna benefit so much in the future because if this was a normal season you'd probably redshirted and not gotten the opportunities that he's getting to have to to really be focused in on by the coaches whereas normally redshirts get kind of started off to the side when the season starts and so he seems like a nice kid and I think that this year is gonna help him and um, guys that that are true freshmen a lot, and uh, I think we'll see that in the future. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm super jacked. Like not only him, not only Virginia Tech, but the ACC has so much awesome young talent. I mean, we got this year is going to be awesome because the extra year, like we talked with him, like basically it's no holds bar. Like coaches throw everybody in, whoever wins the spot, start them. Because why the hell not? I mean, they're not losing a year. They're going to have four years after this if they're a freshman. So, um, you know, it, it's cool. We're going to get to see a lot of these young guys. Um, but, man, let's just go ahead and jump into it because, you know, we're trying to get better with our time. Uh, so the first thing, let's just go into the Virginia Tech duel. Uh, actually, I think I had it down the list on the on the dock. But Virginia Tech, so they took on Campbell. It was the first ACC duel of the year. Obviously, uh, UNC Campbell got postponed. Uh, there was uh, COVID happening uh, in UNC. They had to go on the protocol, um, so that sucks. But I've talked to the coaches over there, and everything's going great. And you know, they're they're back looking for another match for you know hopefully soon. So um, good to hear that that's all good over there. But because of well, that, they're they're dueling Spartan Combat this weekend, right? That's not, this weekend. Not anymore. Um, so they were supposed to be with Spartan combat this weekend, but there was a lot of, a lot of stuff that went on first flow scooped in and actually like bought the event basically. Um, and so it, it eventually like at first it was supposed to be UNC versus Spartan combat or Tar Heel wrestling club versus Spartan combat, but it kind of evolved. And now it's, it's basically just another card. Um, and the UNC guys are not on it anymore because of, uh, the protocol, Oof. but, uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly. You know what day they're cleared or whatever. But um, I talked to a coach over there actually today, and everything's looking good. They're they're trying to get a match. You know, hopefully this weekend if they can get one. So it looks like everything's mm-hmm. good to go. Um, but yeah, man. So Virginia Tech Campbell opening ACC duel. The freaking mat is awesome. I know you're a Virginia guy, so you probably hated it. But uh, the mat is really cool. The Tech mat. Yeah. Uh, I actually, when did, what did happen this, you know, yeah, I didn't like that, Matt. I had some bad experiences there. No, they have a new one. <laughs> it's the Octagon. Really? Yeah. You know, you didn't watch the duel, did you? 
Are you pay attention? I did. I watched the tech duel. I didn't right. watch any of the other duels. Well, it's a it's an octagon, which I don't know if I'm crazy about the octagon idea, just because it's kind of like, I don't know, like I'm a big UFC fan, but like it's just odd. But I think it'll grow on me. It looked good, so I mean that's all that matters. It looks good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, man. So. It was a good duel. Obviously, Virginia Tech kind of beat up on Campbell. Uh, I think we knew that was going to happen. Campbell has some really good dudes, though. They showed a lot of fight. Um, I guess I'll go through the kind of couple highlights that I had uh, for the duel, and then we'll just talk about it for a second uh, and just kind of see what kind of thoughts we have. So first, uh, Sam Latona at 125 got his revenge. Uh, he only lost twice in his redshirt year. One of them was to Zerk Storm, and so he got that one back. It was a close match, great one. Uh, we just talked to, to Sammy Hilligus. He uh, locked up a cradle, got a pin in his first ever collegiate win, collegiate start at all. Um, and he actually, you know, the Virginia Tech, like a lot of these duels, um, they end up having kind of exhibitions after, which they're not exhibitions because they count towards their, their schedule, but they're not part of the duel. Um, they're, yeah. just, they're doing it trying to get more matches this year. So um, I can't remember everybody's record, but I know I know Hilligus had two matches, so he's technically 2-0. and um, Andonian racked up a bunch of points at the beginning, looked really good, uh, and then kind of was able to hold off Heil. Um, he looked good the whole match, but, you know, it, he, had to, he had to hold off Heil. He definitely faded. He definitely faded a little bit, um, yeah. honestly. Yeah, no, just jump in. Let's let's talk while we go through. Um, do you have anything on on Latona or Hilgus? Or we talked about Hilgus. Anything on Latona? I think I think take it with a grain of salt. I think uh, first match you get get a little nervous, um, but I think we'll see a lot better of a Sam Latona later down the line. Uh, give it give it two, give it three duels. Um, he'll settle in. I think that's like first match nerves. I mean, he didn't have an open. Or anything, he kind of got thrown to the wolves in a home duel in January. So um, some people just react different. Um, but I will say we, we should we should see more of him. Yeah. Um, and then Andonian, I mean, it's unbelievable. His timing's perfect. So a lot of his shots were right off the whistle or off a heavy step off Heil, and then. Is he did the win Dixie, and it was amazing timing on that. I was like, "Holy crap, this is awesome!" Like, sort of thing. But uh, it definitely seemed like he sort of faded near the end. And if he didn't build up that big lead, um, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I I think obviously it's the first match. Like you said, we got to take all of them with a grain of salt. But I think if Andoni can go out there and put together that same pace for was it, seven minutes in college um if he can do that the entire time he's gonna be dangerous man because I, I think you you could kind of see where he got to a point where he realized like all right i'm up by you know a, a pretty good amount like not coast but you know he, he didn't have the same fire as he had those first couple of takedowns um so i mean he looked great though and i mean either way like that went over Heil. I mean, Heil is definitely a guy that's competing for All-American status this year. Um, but, yeah, so he looked really good. Uh, aside from that, Makai is Makai, right? He looked great. Um, and then the last one being uh, Bolin. That was that was surprising. Uh, Bolin looked good, but it, it was more – I don't know if it 
more about Bolin or more about uh, Hopkins, the kid from Campbell? Kid from Campbell can freaking ride, man. He rode Bolin out. This is Hunter Bolin, number two in the country, got ridden out for two periods in a row. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Do you have anything to take away from that? I mean, yeah. I, I don't see a threat of a guy that's great on top and is good on their feet at 184 uh, in the top five, six. So I don't know if that's a thing to, to be nervous about this year, but maybe in the future, you know, someone comes up that's that's really good on top to be a problem. Um, but you definitely have to be good on bottom. Like that's that will that'll bite you in the butt, you know. That'll, that could be the difference between being a national champ and, and being fifth, sixth, seventh on the podium. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he got the win. Uh, I think more of the thing I took away from it was just we need to keep an eye on Hopkins from Campbell. Um, obviously, he, he stepped in for Andrew Morgan. We're still trying to figure out if Andrew Morgan is getting this year because he's trying to get a sixth year. So if he gets that year, I don't know if he comes back to 84, Hopkins goes somewhere else, who knows. Um, but if I were you, anybody, I, I would keep an eye on, on Hopkins at Campbell. Cause Honestly, Campbell looked good. Yeah. Um, I know that the score is 28-6, to six, but like listen to these scores. 6-3, 5-3, 4-1, then the pin. 12-9, 7-4, 13-4 against Bakai. 6-4, 4-3, 12 Like – all these matches were competitive, and it was a really fun duel. Uh, Virginia Tech got the better of them, obviously, but um, Campbell looked good. Uh, their guys, their guys looked tough. Well, even the the thirteen four win for Mackay. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's crazy that we're at the point, but like he's a national champ wrestling a guy from Campbell that um, actually is pretty good. That was Austin Kreiser, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, nine point win. I mean, that's yeah, that's actually about what I thought. Uh, I forgot it was Kreiser, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it, Campbell fought hard, looked good, and yeah, they're going to be fun in the future, man. But um, I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and go to the, the next one. Uh, let's go to NC State next. So NC State took on Gardner-Webb at Gardner-Webb, um, and they, I mean, they did what NC State does, right? They came out and uh, they put up a 42 to nothing win over Gardner-Webb. Gardner-Webb didn't have anybody that was ranked, so it wasn't you know, surprise. We kind of thought that was what was going to happen, but uh, they look good. Uh, my things, Ed Scott and Hayden Hydley, um, they might want to go into hiding because they both murdered somebody. So, <laughs> like, they, they both might have actually killed a man on the mat. So, um, yeah, but uh, Ed Scott looked good, dude. You, you know, I've been talking about him. I've been talking him up, but he went out oh, there. Yeah. He was winning – he, he, it would have been a tech if the guy had got off his back because he was winning 14 to 1. And I remember what happened. I think he got in kind of like a cow catcher position or, or something, uh, got him on his back and stuck him. So, but he, he brutalized that poor kid. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was good, man. It looked good. And, and one thing to take away too is that we, we use the open mat rankings, uh, because we love our man Earl. And the only, oh boy, he's the best. That's why we use him. Uh, but, the only NC State wrestler that is not currently ranked is Ed Scott, and that's going to change really soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, who's the, who do they have next? They have, they have App State this weekend, right? Yes. So he's going to have Milner. So he'll have a ranked guy this weekend. 
going to be a good duel. Um, what did you did you see the Hydley headlock? I didn't watch NC State Gardner Webb. I didn't think that it was going to be much. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, Hydley might have killed a guy. I think he ripped his head off. Um, it was, it was I don't nice. Doubt it. it was really nice. But he looked good. No surprise there. Uh, a couple of surprises, though, for me was we didn't see Tommy Bullard and we didn't see Trent Hydley. Um, Trent Hydley, though, he actually did comment back on one of my tweets because uh, I, I said, you know, no Trent crying face or something like that and uh he commented back and was like i'll be back soon no worries so uh you know i don't i don't know if if there was like anything i have no idea why they didn't wrestle but um at the same time it was gardner webb so maybe just kind of a little bit of a rest um but no tommy bullard no trent Hidley. <sighs> sucked especially from a fantasy team because i have trent um but trent you better get That's your ass scary. back on the mat because <laughs> They got uh they got a duel and they got an actual a little round robin the next day uh, this weekend so uh, Trent I need your fantasy points man uh, but yeah and, and then Daniel Bullard I think was kind of cool to watch I know you didn't get to see the match but uh, we know that the Bullards are stupid good on top we, we know that they're very good on top and they've been as far as from that position on top I feel like they're all American caliber guys it's been the neutral game it's not a bad neutral game but it's been that's been the part where it, that's going to push them to the next level right i and wouldn't so, say it's bad i just say it's defensive like they don't shoot yeah that's i'm not saying no. bad at all it's just exactly what you said like that's the part that's going to push them over that threshold right and mm-hmm. they one thing that was really cool to see was he um he he worked on it right he knew he had a guy that he could beat and so he took him down, let him up, took him down, let him up, turned him a couple times, but took him, like he really did work on it. Um, so it, it was just good to see somebody out there, you know, working on it. And again, I hate mm-hmm. saying it like that because, like, who the hell am I to say that he needs to work on it? But uh, uh, it, it was just good because that's definitely where, you know, if, if they were super offensive, that could help a lot. Um, yeah. And I just got a text from, uh, our man Dyson Gould, PA Power, he, uh, he's informed me. I guess Trent uh, might be appendicitis that he's dealing with. Um, oh. So that's, I mean, that's that's good and bad to hear. It sucks. It's awful. I had it. But uh, at the same time, it's it's not COVID. So that's good. Um, but well, COVID is just two weeks and you're out and you're back. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, he's healthy. I don't think that would be that bad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Dyson said that he actually interviewed him and said that he had appendicitis, should be back in a couple of weeks. So might not be back this weekend, damn it. Um, but, yeah, the only other thing, uh, Nick Renan, Nick Renan back on the mat, he looked uh, he looked really good in spurts, if you ask me. Um, he looked... Sounds like Nick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, my only thing was that whenever there was like stoppages he was like laying on his back catching his breath and i didn't know if like he just looked gassed a couple times but i mean he looked really good throughout the match so yeah i don't know what to take from it sounds but, like nick okay all right that's good <laughs> and not saying anything people don't know awesome um, <laughs> i yeah. mean i don't know i just i'm glad to see that win because he doesn't score a lot of those points i mean we might be getting a 
a Nick Renan from a couple years ago when he was fresh off Final X before he wrestled Miles, where he was killing everyone and looking like he was going to be an NCAA finalist against Miles, and then he tore his knee. So, I mean, if he gets that shape thing in check, he's a dangerous man. Oh, 100%. He looked really good when he was going. So, you know, he just had to take a couple pit stops. Um, yeah. <laughs> but look good, man. And, you know, that's pretty much it for NC State. Like we said, they steamrolled. Nothing surprising there. Um, and let's, let's, hmm. We'll, we'll leave your UVA guys for last. So we'll go, we'll go Pitt next. Uh, so Pitt Navy, uh, that was kind of our duel of the week that we thought was going to be great. That was the duel that, um, you know, won me the week over Jack. And it's always good to beat Jack. Uh, yeah, but are we going to tell them? Are we going to tell them? What? The, yeah, we'll tell them. Their, their ranked heavyweight didn't start. Doesn't matter. It does matter because that's an eight point to nine point okay. swing. Whoever steps on the mat is their guy. And and, and their won. 97 pounder also didn't start. All right, whatever. Either way, um, Pitt got the win. I got the win. You got the loss. That's what matters. Uh, I got shafted. <laughs> whatever. So it was a good duel, though. It was a really good duel. Um, it went back and forth. Uh, Navy has some dudes. Uh, Cornigliera, or is that how you say his name? Um, at... 157 Corniglia uh and I think it's Andrew Corniglia dude yeah is good all right I, I've heard the name before so I guess he was probably a big recruit and probably you know chose Navy for Cole a lot um but that guy's gonna be a problem in the future uh, yeah I mean we'll see I think 157 is kind of like it's it's a it's a spot it's a tough spot for Pitt um and it has been in the past and uh oh well i mean outside of romani uh yeah. romani was really good obviously but uh we'll see i think that throw him to some tougher guys and and we'll we'll see his test we'll test him out yeah but um yeah two techs on the weekend that's pretty impressive yeah no he, he just he looked good man um eyeball test i mean obviously like i said you, you got to take it how it is you know Pitt doesn't have a rank guy in there um but you know he looked really good um the the main kind of takeaways i guess we'll start off 141 uh cole matthews ended up dropping the match to um oh what was his cody tribus tribus there we go um i think you i picked that match yeah i picked that match it wasn't one, it of, wasn't one of our individuals ones but you said Matthews was going to win. It wasn't one of our picks, man. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you feel confident about it, you got to throw it on the docket next time. Um, well, you send me the dock like five minutes before we get on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it. it's like there's so many matches individually. Like, we got to only pick a couple. So, you know. Fair, fair. But, uh, but you did pick that one over me. So. Uh, I'll give you credit where credit's due. But it was a great match. Uh, I think that was the overtime match. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it went into overtime. It really was a great match. Travis just ended up getting the takedown in overtime. Um, but both of those guys are good, and, and you know I think both of them are ranked in the like, mid-teens, 14, 15, somewhere in there. Um, so they're going to be fun to watch throughout the year for both teams. Uh, Jake Wenzel, this is the match that we picked that we differed on. Uh, Jake Wenzel and... 
Navy guy. Tanner schedule. 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 There we go. Uh, schedule and Wenzel. That was an awesome match. And for me. I borderline owe Jake Wenzel an apology. Why? Because I, I think that I underestimated him. I think he's actually really good. Um, that's an impressive win. It's a dominant win. I know it's only 5-2, but a 5-2 win is it's, it's pretty dominant, um, especially when you're riding him out for, for most of the match. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Jake Wenzel. Yeah. Uh, sorry. He he kicked Skidgel's ass. I'm just going to say it like he did. I mean, it was, like I said, 5-2, dominant victory, but I mean, he had two minutes of riding time. Um, he was dominant on top. I didn't know he was that good on top. And that's that's definitely going to be a tool for him moving forward. But uh, he looked really good. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see that matchup with Makai. I mean, obviously Makai is going to be favored, but uh, I think it's going to be a fun one. And I think it's going to be it's going to go different than the casual fan thinks. Um, so it's going to be a fun one to see. But my other thing that I that I loved was uh, Greg Harvey at 184. Dude's a wild man. I love watching that guy. He just goes out there and he just slings it. I mean, he, he got taken down right at the beginning in this just, like, weird position. It was one of those where I can't remember exactly what happened, but, like, Harvey's working for a takedown the entire time, and the other guy kind of, like, slipped a leg in and got two and then ended up Harvey finishing it and getting a reversal instead of a takedown and ended up 2-2. Two, two. Um, it was one of those, like, weird situations. But dude just, like, kitchen synced it. I mean, he came the whole time. Like, he was fun to watch, and... I mean, it was a good match. That that score um, ended up, I think, like a, a five or a seven point win. But uh, honestly, it was it was even better win than that. Um, I don't know. What did you think about that match? Um, I mean, I expected it to happen that way. That was one of the ones that I picked for Pitt. Yep. He's good. He's tough. Yeah, uh, and then we got our first glance at Nino up at one ninety seven. Um, he he looked really good. He that what what I have written down is Nino's gas tank was incredible. Um, he was another one that just, always has been. Yeah, dude just goes. I mean, I think what hurts Nino isn't isn't his gas tank. It isn't his technique. It's the like he almost seems stubborn. If you go back and watch him wrestle Taylor Vins at Vegas last year. He's winning the match, and he just will not stop. Single leg, single leg, single leg, single leg. He gets put on his back and loses the match because the guy counters and puts him on his back. So, I mean, he's really good. I just think that uh, there's times for pedal to the metal, and then there's times to be like, how can I manage the match and, and be smart about it? And when you go against a guy that's tricky like Taylor Vins, you know, comes down to the wire gotta be smart are you telling me you're a staller what are you telling me you're a staller no 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 i'm just smart i'm just smart that's what they're calling it these days that's what the kids are calling it these days okay (laughs) would you call i'm trying to think of a good example okay okay say say you're up six four use the andonian match yeah yeah andonian match sure I mean, but that, I wouldn't say, like, okay, fine, we'll use the Andonian match, but not gas. You're, you're out there, you're up by three. There's no need to shoot. You're chilling. 
get your head down and, and down block. Like when I wrestled Nation, I was it was tied up, but I had criteria four four. I ain't gonna shoot. You're crazy. You, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm gonna get sore out if I shoot. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, Nino has a plus offense, um, but sometimes that can work against you. I love it, man. Go, go, go. Yeah, dude, I didn't say it, it wasn't fun to watch. Oh, it's freaking <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see how that gets you, gets you in trouble with, with some top guys. But at the same time, um, I mean, I know we're going to talk about your guy, ILO, at 197. It's just going to be a lot of fun to watch them two match up. But um, 197, I mean, it, it's it's a wide-open weight, right? I mean, the guys at the top are, are all very good, but – there, it's not like a weight like when we had Bo Nickel when everybody's like, oh, Bo, Bo's the best, right? There's kind of like a like that hurts know. the weight class. It hurts the weight class. Like, uh, I mean, I was looking at it uh, an hour ago with Jay. Actually, we were on the phone, and I was like, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. The top 13 in this weight class, they're pretty good, and any one of y'all can win it. I believe that you're gonna win it, and I have faith that you're gonna win it. But, but from Noah Adams to Jake Woodley. These guys all have the ability to win. And so you got to be on your game. Um, and 197 is, is shaping up to be a fun weight class in the NCAA. And it's weird because you, you lose a bow nickel and then you lose Colin Moore. And somehow 197 gets tougher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I'm glad you said that because you actually sat down and looked at it. But I was just going to say I haven't looked at the weight class, but it's one of those where – the top 10 or whatever could all win a national title like which yeah i genuinely think the top 13 all have a shot i think after that it kind of drops off a little bit but uh i mean jake woodley just won u23s in a bracket that had nino that had jay and i know it's freestyle but freestyle definitely incorporates some folk style so um you can't you can't take that lightly yeah yeah, that's it's gonna be a fun one, and, and like you said, it, it kind of hurts the weight class a little bit when you got guys just bow nickel that are next topic. I mean, they're fun to watch, right? But uh, at the same time, it, it's at least from my perspective, it's way more fun when you have this situation of anybody could win. Let's see who who wants it. Um, and that's why one thirty three is like out of this world because if you throw Dayton Fix into one thirty three a few years ago. I mean, he's probably coming away with the national title pretty pretty cleanly. But yep. now you got Nick Seriano, Stevan Michich, um, Mickey Philippi, all these guys that are great. And they're all right around the same level. You got yourself one heck of a weight class. Yeah, I mean, 33, like I said, it's, it's even better because 197, all these guys could win it. But there's only, I think, like one All-American in the top, like at, at all, the weight class. And 133 is the same way, except they're all freaking All-Americans, um, you know, and, and multiple national champ finalists. These guys, like, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, so Pitt looked good. Uh, the only other one on there, Jacob Slinger. Is, I have I have actually written in the doc, Jacob Slinger is the man? Question mark. <laughs> because... Going in, I thought it was going to be Cole Rickard. I thought that I didn't know that Slinger was going to get the start. Slinger's the transfer from George Mason. Uh, his freshman year last year started for George Mason. I think he was 13 and 17, so he actually had a losing record. Um, comes wow. in, 
in a situation where his team is up by three. Um, but I don't, I don't know how the tiebreaker would have went. So either way, you know, obviously you want him to get the win because if he loses, you could lose the duel. Um, and not only did he get the win, but man came out and put an ass beaten on that poor Navy heavyweight. I mean, I think it was 16 to nothing. Like, yeah, it was tech. Like, you, you don't see a whole lot of those from heavyweights that aren't named Gable, Paris, uh, Kirk. I mean, how many tech falls does Gable Stevenson have? That's a great question. Well, and again, I don't, I don't he might not have any because he just pins everyone. Absolutely, and let's take a step back. Absolutely, no way in the world am I comparing um, at all. But just the fact to see a 16-0 tech at heavyweight, like, what the hell just happened? Like, that was the most 2020 crap I've ever seen, and it wasn't even in 2020 anymore. Okay, that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. Gable has a lot of techs. Okay, a yeah. lot, a lot of techs. Yeah. Like uh, around 10 in well, two years of wrestling. You call and him so, up. And tell him Jacob Slinger's coming for those those texts. I ain't calling him up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Slinger looked good. I know you're a little salty because he didn't get the, I guess, the starter at heavyweight for Navy. But, um, you know, it, from his point of view, dude did what he had to do. He stepped on the mat. Oh, for sure. And he and, killed, killed it. Yeah. He good looked good. Him. That was honestly – one of the most exciting matches of the weekend for me. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't competitive. It was just like me watching it going like, this dude's not going to stop scoring. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah. But, and you, I mean, you don't usually have that feeling in a heavyweight match is what I'm saying. Okay, um, but all right, last one. So last one of the recap UVA, your alma mater. Um, first thing, sad news. The mullet only lasted one match. So I think he's keeping it. Okay. I'm not sure. I he don't should. think he can. He he should. He definitely should. And I mean, to be honest, Patch Patch kind of had a rough weekend. Yep. He, he'll bounce back, but it, it was not a weekend that I that that he should be having. Um, he's better than than one of those kids for sure. And then Cody Russell. He's going to be a beast at 125. To be honest, I, I didn't know that he was going to go there. He's probably bigger than me. And that's uh, that's pretty impressive uh, because when we wrestled at senior nationals, this dude was half a head taller than me, uh, and that's rare at 125. That's standing five seven, five eight, and uh, maybe I'm hyping myself up too much, but uh, <laughs> I mean he's big. He's a big 125er, and if he he he's that weight class is not good, so we might be looking at a guy that's top 12. Um, come senior NCAAs. Definitely. I mean, that's that's the weight class. I mean, obviously you got Spencer at the top, but after Spencer, it, it's like if you took Spencer out of the equation and you just said fight for second, like that's it's pretty similar to 197 where it's there's so many dudes like if you told me I don't know, maybe maybe not Cody Russell, but it, I don't know, pick another name that's kind of 7 8 9 made a final I wouldn't be blown away, right? So, I mean, it's just kind of wide open after Spencer. So, uh, that one's going to be fun to watch how it unfolds. And Cody Russell, it's always cool to see a Georgia boy make a noise because uh, I got a pull from my Georgia guys. But uh, he's got a big matchup this weekend we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, but past that, you know, I, I guess I kind of like this phrase. I don't know. I like using it. But uh, Louis Hayes also murdered a couple of people this weekend. 
Um, yeah, he looked really good. I texted him. I said, dude, this is like the best I've seen you in a long time. Um, he he looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, he looked confident. He looked big. I think that was a big thing for him. He, he looked big. Um, and he's kind of been a small 133-pounder. And if he keeps this aggressiveness up, we're going to see great Louis Hayes come March. You mean like big under the microscope that you were looking through? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was the bigger blob yeah, on the screen. Exactly. Yeah, all right. We'll say that. I guess we'll talk about that for a second. That all right. I'll I'll tell everyone first. App State has a Rockfin channel. I think it's freaking awesome to see these colleges not only doing the cards but actually collegiate tournaments matches on their Rockfin channels. Awesome. Um, kind of taking it into their own hands. They did. I know you don't like it. They did the best they could. Trust me. I freaking stream on. We're doing it right now. I know how hard it is. Like it's tough to to get three things on a screen, and it's tough but yeah it was like watching ants wrestle so <laughs> they made okay so for everyone who didn't watch it take take your fingers and go one two three in in thirds and the middle third is where the matches were lined up across your screen so horizontally across your screen the top third said app state wrestling in bold letters and then the bottom third said the grind yeah well and it was like why are you doing like we know that this is app state you don't have to advertise like throw in advertisements whenever you're or, or something like do something we talk about your advertisements but don't take up the room that you can't you can't see it and then not only on top of that do you want me to keep going or you yeah gonna, no, you're good you're good um on top of that rockfin crashed their stream crashed uh, five, six, seven times. I don't know if that's Rockfin. And you had, you don't know if it's Rockfin or I them? I think it was a them thing because I, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it hasn't happened to us. No, it's never happened you. to me. So I, I don't think it was a Rockfin thing. So their stream crashed seven times. Yeah. And so it'd go to YouTube and then YouTube would crash. And so you'd have to go back and forth, back and forth between YouTube and Rockfin to try and get it to work. And it's like, I can't, by the time I like got on, I missed, I missed 125 every time. I, I'm not kidding. I watched Pat wrestle the first time. And that's it. Like, here's the deal. I, I hear you with like thirds of the screen thing, but like, honestly, height isn't going to do much, right? Like a little skinny tall, like it, having more up top and more down bottom in the picture is not really going to do much. Like it just not, you know what I mean? So it's, I think the only thing they could have done that would have made it better is instead of having the damn cameras up in the, you know, the the nosebleeds, if they would have had them on the mat, you know. Have you ever played Call of Duty, like split screen? Yeah. So have you ever played with like three people? Yeah. So you know how they do one quarter of the screen is a match, another quarter is a match, and then you could have taken another quarter. You could have split it up into quarters and then put your advertisements in one quarter. That would have made the screen so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just all depends on like what's It wouldn't have bothered me if it was in yeah. the stands and that was the case, but I literally, like it was tiny. Yeah. It I was agree. tiny. And think, yeah, go for it. I mean, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to go this far, but it's just hard when you're commentating and you're using the person's first name. And I don't, 
I don't really care that much, but I was driving for the first round of the tournament and uh, at 157, Justin was wrestling. So they were saying, Justin, Justin, Justin. And he's having a close match and I'm getting fired up because I think Justin McCoy is having a close match with the guy that I don't know. And oh. it's Justin Phillips. But they're only saying Justin. And so I'm like lost. Yeah. And then there's some guys that they're saying that I don't even know who they are because they don't even go by that first name. They go by a nickname. I think it's also so, like, it's just not very professional. And like, yeah, I hate to crap on them, but like, and I'm not, you know, because it's a learning experience with all this. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to go by by last names. I mean, people know last names. I mean, unless I, unless they're number one in the country, like yeah, and like I mean, you can go, you can call David Taylor David, or or I mean, even like like Jaden Cox, you can call it Jaden Cox Jaden because his name's so recognizable. But even yeah. David, now that I think about it, it's like it's hard to understand like who he's talking about. Zane, yeah. that's recognizable. I was thinking back about when when I did the Tar Heel Wrestling Club one, and I I mean I tried my best to do last names the whole time. The only times I can remember using first names is when I talked about like personal stories about them. Like I, I was talking about you know Clay Lot versus this guy, and I'm talking you know loud loud loud, and then I would say Clay when I talked about him having it on the podcast because you know a little bit more personal I guess. But I mean I probably shouldn't have done that either. But um, I don't know. I, I just think. It, all in all, it's a learning experience. It's really hard. I mean, these guys are not used to doing this, right? The team. Yeah. So they're used to, you know, ESPN coming in and sitting up and them not doing crap. So uh, I think I think A for effort. They did the best they could. Yeah. Just, I mean, I'm biatching, but if five years ago, we're not watching this match. Exactly. It's not on ESPN. It's not on Flow. So where is it? So good for them to stream it. Um, and they were so helpful. People were getting mean in the comments and, and saying all this stuff. And I was getting fired up for sure. Yeah. Um, when it crashed, I mean, I didn't really care that I couldn't see that. Well, I was, I was squinting my eyes and I could, I could make it out for sure. I'm joking whenever I, I think that it was just ridiculous about that, but the crashes bothered me. I mean, like, I'm so thankful that I could watch my boys, uh, so many States away. And so, I mean, I'm complaining, but I mean, good on them for, for doing it yeah. and hopefully they made some uh doing it too yeah i hope so um i mean they they did as best they could and i'm looking forward to you know they're going to get better every time so um you know I, i'm definitely going to keep watching app state you know the grind uh rockfin matches they've got a pretty good team there too they do cody russell their 74 pounders good flits and then uh when Mil milner wasn't there this weekend but when he gets back he's good too so and their heavyweight's not bad they got a good little team out there yeah so the other couple things about about uva before we move on because we actually we got to get to to this week at some point um but the starters overall i mean the team looked really good uh especially the one that, that i mean there's a bunch of them that stood out right mccoy looked good louis looked good courtney looked good um but uh, uh jake keating had two ranked wins so and and you know what i'm not even surprised i'm pumped for him i think that it's great that he's in the rankings this early in the season especially the way it's going to be but i'm not surprised he's that good yeah that actually reminds me i gotta i gotta shoot earl a text because he has he has cam coy in the rankings right now and so i, I don't know i think it might have just been you know he slipped the names um well well cam coy was national qualifier last year so you can't blame him 
Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, but Keating, I guess, at least started for the first week, so um, yeah. it should be his name. But I, I don't know if, if – I don't know. I'll talk to him after. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, they look good, man. They look really good this weekend. Quinn Miller, heavyweight, look good. Uh, we're actually – I'm going to get to talk to him tomorrow because uh, we're going to do our next episode of the Cavalier Wrestling Radio tomorrow with Coach Garland. And, oh, nice. Yeah, and, and he wanted Quinn – to jump on so well um, he's a character so strap on your boots his family moved out to idaho and they're freaking uh they live off the off the grid they yeah. just got up and left really so you'll have to ask him about that they wanted to raise alpacas Dude, See? i want to raise alpacas <laughs> <laughs> they lived in georgia yeah they're georgia i know so he went to archer yep uh right down the road from me that's 40 minutes from where i grew up um yeah, they were an absolute freaking powerhouse. I'm gonna ask him a little bit about that. Uh, they were, you know, Georgia was still kind of on the up and up, and they were nationally ranked. Um, yeah, really but, good. Yeah, so UVA looks great, man. I mean, I know got to make you proud. Uh, sad a little bit that you're it, not out there, it really but does. proud. No, yeah, it makes me sad, but I'm pumped. Like it was so great to see guys. Brian Courtney's in the rankings now. Uh, Denton was injured or he had a little sickness, and he's gonna be back. He was out with Strep, and he'll be back. He's a killer. Louie's a killer. Patch is going to be back. You know, I mean, this is – I'm so bummed that I'm not on this team because this is going to be the best dual team we've had in years. Yeah. Frankly, like, I'm, I'm excited to, to see them compete. Yeah. Well, the next thing – and that's a good segue into it, talking about how good they look this weekend. Um, next thing, I updated my rankings and, and put them out again this week, and – um, rankings are fun to do, man. I, I got to actually put a little bit more, a little bit more into them. Um, and, uh, my thing with rankings is like, I, I don't, I'm not going to like knock people. I'm going to raise people up. Like if you had a really good weekend, you're, you're going to move up. Right. Um, you know, if you're not going to put, you bring someone down. What I'm saying. Okay. Right? So for example, uh, Keating, uh, 65 was very, very hard for me. Um, because NC State wrestled, but Tommy Bullard didn't. Um, and so I'm not like knocking him, but Keating had two ranked wins. So I ended up moving Keating above Bullard. And it really hurt me yeah. because of the past. But I, at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I'm ranking 2021. I'm not ranking the past. So at the moment, he has two ranked wins. All right. So i want to see the okay. match because so i don't know that, which way that justifies your 149 too yes yes was it uh... ben didn't wrestle. so what happens when denton wrestles and pins the gardner web kid this weekend are you going to move him back up because because ed scott might be there later yeah but he's definitely he's not there now he's no. only beaten gardner web i know so that's... And, and you know what he might be milner next weekend so yeah. If he beats Milner. Yeah. If he beats Milner, I think it's probably going to stay how it is. Um, keep it there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I at the end of the day, rankings are rankings. They don't mean crap. I mean, these guys got to prove it. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to – I'm just – I'm trying to be as accurate as I can. Um, and I'm not, like, knocking people that didn't wrestle. But if your team wrestled and you didn't and then somebody below you had a really good weekend, I, I'm just – you know, I'm, I'm going to go with the guy that had a good weekend. Um all right, so you're gonna your rankings are gonna be all over the place unless there's head to head, right? Like which there will be soon. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's different. There's a couple situations that were also like that, but there was like a head to head win. Like if if Denton had beat Ed Scott last year, then like 
I- I'm not gonna move it because he has yeah. the head-to-head win. But like, since they haven't wrestled, I'm trying to stay really 2021 focused and not the past. Um, okay. But you know, we're, we're we're gonna get it done. But rankings, you know, a couple of the big things. Uh, you know, Hilgis moved up. Cole Matthews. Uh, wait, Hilgis and Courtney both moved up in my rankings because Cole Matthews lost and they both had good weekends. Uh, Scott, like you said, jumped Denton. Um, Connor Brady, for me, fell from number three at 157 to number six. He went 0 and Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, he he looked he looked like he was struggling out there. But first weekend now. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Virginia Tech's got a killer lineup, but um, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot better of of them very yeah. soon. I think. I don't think that that's how it's gonna look all season. Yeah, definitely. Um, I talked about 65. It really, really hurt me to move Bowler down because I, I, like, I, he's not the number five guy. But I, I, I just, I, I feel like I have to kind of reward. The I don't know. Doing if I good. agree with it. It's your rankings, but I think that I don't agree with Cole Matthews falling below Courtney either when he has two two wins over him last year. Um, might have missed that. I definitely. <laughs> Um, um, one eighty four. So you say no Eaglin, right? He's, I uh, got news that he quit. Oh, I did not. know So that. he might. He's done. Um, I don't know how re- accurate the source is, but I heard that he's done. Okay. Well, that would. Yeah. I mean, I heard that that it was going to be. Is it Chaconis? I think is how you say it. Um, but I mean that that kind of proves it a little bit more for me. Uh, I guess it's not proved, but you know, is what it makes is. a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, I also had Slinger moved up to number five, or not moved up. I think I think I had Rickard at, at five, and I just slid Slinger in. Uh, Wenzel, I actually added to my pound for pound list at at number ten because um, he. I agree with four. that. Um, yep, one hundred percent. Jake Wenzel, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to move him up up for. I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna have to collaborate with you a little bit more on these, and uh, especially the pound for pound. Um, but I wanted to move him up more, but I thought like, all right, I gotta at least have him on the list because he looks so good. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last thing with rankings was uh, your guys UVA. When I tallied it up, UVA jumped from number five to number three in my rankings. Uh, so hey, I, I wasn't joking when I said this is gonna be one of the best teams we've had in years. Yeah, it's crazy that they they lose me and they get they get a lot better. Yeah. I mean, it so, like. I guess I was just the Achilles heel for him. Yeah, you brought him down, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was my fault. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they just, they, it's like that bad girlfriend, a bad relationship. Like they finally got rid Honestly, of Honestly, it must have been super toxic. I got to um, talk to the guys about this. You're going to let me, I leave and y'all are going to be having one of the best seasons you've ever had. I think you just beat up on them too much and now they have confidence that you're gone. Um, Probably. <laughs> Dang. I couldn't beat up Jay anymore. He, he's now he's ranked second. He forgot all about me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it kind of surprised me a little bit when I first saw it, but then I went back through and like thought about the results, and I was like, well, they looked really good. And you know, not only did they, had they look, 11, 11 guys go undefeated this weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only did they look good, but they also benefited from some other guys falling a little bit. Um, so it was a kind of a combination of the both. Kicked him up to third. Um, and you know, it's gonna be fun, but 
Well, let's just go ahead and get into it. All right. We got, you know, hopefully it doesn't take us too long to go through, but I'm excited to talk about week two in the ACC, right? We got actually four teams that are going right now. I know North Carolina is looking to find a match, um, but protocols, everything that's going on, who knows? They don't have one on the calendar because they're supposed to have the Spartan thing. Um, and Duke doesn't start till week three. So the other four teams are going. Um, we have NC State is going to be wrestling App State. Uh, they also, the next day, they're going to have extra matches with App State. It's going to be kind of like a round-robin kind of deal uh, just to get the guys okay. extra matches. Um, then we have uh, Pitt and Lehigh. It's going to be a good one. Uh, Lehigh might be a little little down. They lost a couple of really good dudes, but um, still going to be a good duel. Virginia versus Gardner-Webb, and then uh, Virginia Tech is going to West Virginia, and this is actually, I talked to the coaches, this is actually supposed to be a dual tournament. Um, so not like the App State tournament, but an actual dual tournament at West Virginia. Uh, it's going to be Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Ohio, and Kent State. So that'll be... Is Kent State going to be there? Because I know they backed out because of COVID. As Are of they now, in for sure? Yeah. All right. As of now, we'll see. They might not, but uh, we're going to act like they're there. So, um, yeah, man. But Wait, hold up. Oh, my gosh. That was so dumb. Okay, keep going. I'm not even saying what I was thinking. No, you got to say it now. Okay, so I, I'm looking at our individual picks of the week because I'm getting ready to pick. And I'm, like, seeing Sam Latona versus Killian Cardinal. I'm like, Virginia Tech's not wrestling ODU. Oh. And then I freaking forgot. Oh, that was tough. Oh, no. That was a, He's at West Virginia now. That was a bad And, and ODU dropped the program. Oh, my gosh. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. For... <laughs> Jesus. Jackson his own world. Um, oh, man. oh my All God. Right. But um, what has happened? 2020, man. Twenty twenty. Um <laughs> and I'm gonna have my, my weekly preview dropping tomorrow, uh, sometime. I don't know when. Uh but first one, NC State App State. Um actually let's do Virginia first because they got Gardner Webb, uh, so it'll be quicker. Uh no, no shade to Garner Webb, but um, I think the the Cavs are going to start off with a, a pretty sizable beat down. They looked good last weekend. No reason to think otherwise this weekend. Uh, Garner Webb has no ranked guys, uh, but of course the guys that are ranked by the open mat for Virginia: uh, number eleven, Louis Hayes; number twenty-seven, Denton Spencer; eighteen, Justin McCoy; four, Jilo; and sixteen, uh, Quinn Miller. So those are the guys. On but the you said Cam Coy at 65, so he might mean Jake Keating. Yeah, I, I just I, – he it's it said Cam Coy, but Keating, I guess, is the starter, so I just – So it's, there's a ranked guy at 65 too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, so, again, like, uh, I mean, Gardner-Webb looks scrappy against CC State. There's a couple of good dudes. Like, I liked Carter at 133. Um, he looked, you know – pretty scrappy good but you know I, I really i see this being a, a one-sided beat down for for your who's so yeah yeah i think it's uh i think it's a shutout for my boys my dogs yeah I, I mean honestly there's not much to say here i mean there's not really any ranked matchups honestly I, i'm comfortable picking virginia in, in every match um so it, not much but they are going on the ninth, which is what's the ninth on Saturday? 
um, I think it's Saturday, Saturday uh, at 1 p.m. So fun, fun, fun. But after that, we have let's go to Pitt Lehigh next. So um, there is some ranked matchups here. Um, starting off at the top, we have oh, actually not. Wait, we're doing Pitt, Pitt Lehigh. Yeah, you want to you want to do that or you want to go another one? Well, I thought that was our duel of the week. I thought we were gonna go through the matches. What do you? Th which one would you rather go through, Pitt Lehigh or NC State App? NC State App State. Or yeah. Let's just go through that now, and then we can go through Pitt Lehigh, okay. or do individual, and then go through Pitt Lehigh. Okay. What um, do you think about that? Because we're gonna go match by match, right, for the duel of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we'll we'll do Pitt Lehigh duel of the week then. Um. So for, for NC State, App State, you know, the, the big ones, uh, starting off right off the bat, you got Jacob Camacho uh, versus Cody Russell. That's going to be a big one. Uh, Open Matt's got Camacho ranked number nine, got Cody Russell ranked number 21. I think both of those are are low for those guys. I mean, high, whichever. I think they're better low. than their ranking. I think it's low. Uh, yeah. and, and so, you know, I think that's Earl being a little, uh, you know, conservative with them as the season starts off. Uh, but both those guys are definitely going to be ranked higher as the season goes on. That's going to be a fun one. I don't know. what. Yeah. Uh, I got Camacho uh, probably by six, seven, eight points. Yeah. Um, Cody Russell's good. Uh, but I think Camacho's top four, top five right now in, in 125, maybe higher. So lock it in for NC State. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I got Camacho as well. Uh, I, I will say though, don't be surprised if Cody Russell wins. Um, he, he's very good. He has all the talent in the world to win this match. Like you said, he's big. Um, so if he came out there and won, I wouldn't be flabbergasted. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with Camacho. He looked good. Uh, he's looked good recently. I, I think I think he's a contender to be a national finalist at the end of the year. Uh, there's a lot of good guys up there, uh, and you know, if he has the year that I think he's going to have, he could definitely get there. Um, but after that, um, Trombley and Sean Carter at 133. Uh, Carter's ranked number 33, which is the lowest that, that Earl ranks on the open mat. Um, so, you know, Trom we're not going to go through all these. But uh, I guess the next one uh, of real importance is 149, Ed Scott and uh, John Milner at App State. That's going to be a good one because Milner is kind of one of those tough guys, veteran guys, been around. Um, I don't know, very just hardworking, good dude. What do you think about that? Yeah, one? I'm gonna blindly follow you here, and I'm gonna go Ed Scott because um, you've been hyping him up. And I don't know if we'll see Milner this weekend. We didn't see him last weekend, but um, I'll I'll go with NC State on this one. Yeah, I, I mean I am too. Uh, Ed Scott, uh, he he looked about as good as you could look in an opening match. I know it was Gardner Webb. We got to factor that in, but um, a tech pin in your opening match in college. Just like Hillegas first ever match, right? He, he didn't redshirt either. Um, so that, that's going to be fun. He's going to win, uh, in my opinion. Um, after that, uh, Hayden Heidley, Cody Bond. I, I know Heidley is going to win this match by a whole lot, but uh, Bond, Bond looked good last weekend. I think just keep an eye on him. If you're, if you're an App State fan, I think he's going to be good for them in the long haul. Um, the the ever ranked matchup at 165 with Tommy Bullard if he wrestles and number 20 so Tommy Bullard's number six uh, and then Will Formato 
27, so that'll be a good one. Uh, another Bullard brother ranked right behind him, Daniel Bullard, number nine. Uh, he's got a matchup that's one of our top matchups of the week, Daniel Bullard, and I think it's Thomas Flitz, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, go I'll go first. I'll go first because you, you went first, first in the last two. It's going to be Daniel Bullard. Uh, Daniel Bullard is, if he's able to get on top, he's one of the best in the country in that position. Um, and he looked really good from the neutral position last week. Again, Gardner Webb, but I liked seeing him work on his neutral and like cut him, take him down, cut him, take him down, and not just brutalize him on top. So I'm going I'm to go Daniel Bullard as well. But Flitz looked good last weekend. Like, he looked legit. And so this one's tough for me. I think that out of all these matches, this is probably my match of the week. Um, I think this will be the closest out of the ranked matches. Uh, and I I don't know. I mean, this one's tough for me. Bullard is good, though. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Um, it sounds like we're not going to have Trent Hydley at 184, um, which is which sucks. But uh, there's not really any other big matchups. Um, that, that's about it. Really, that, that Daniel Bullard, like you said, Daniel Bullard, Thomas Blitz is going to be the big one. Um, also, Camacho and Cody Russell. Um, but that's App State and uh, NC State. We'll, we'll make our dual picks at the end. How about that? We'll do kind of the, the picks for the matches as we go through, uh, and then we'll do dual picks at the end. Um, Sounds good. We talked about Virginia Garner-Webb. Now the other one, um, actually, let's let's go Virginia Tech-West Virginia duels uh, first. I, I don't want to go through all three duels because that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so if there's any matchups in here, then we can pick at them. But um, I guess, you know, at, at 125, Latona Cardinal is going to be a, a, a good match. Latona's ranked number 16 for Virginia Tech. Killian Cardinal um, is is wrestling for West Virginia. And like you said, he was the ODU guy, right? Stop. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyways. That's so embarrassing. That Car- sucks. Cardinal. That really, it makes me sick to my stomach, to be honest. Yeah. He's good, man. Uh, he's really good. So um, did you get to wrestle him? Cardinal, no. Patch wrestled him, beat him last year at Virginia Duels. Yeah. Um, what do you? That's one of our matchups. So what do you think there, Latona Cardinal? I got Latona. I think he's going to settle in a little more uh, and be more comfortable out there. I'm, I'm big on Sam Latona. I wrestled him. He feels really good. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so, yeah, I got Latona as well. Um, Latona's 16. Quit copying me, Jacob. (laughs) Let me go first, then. Uh, You asked me to go first. (laughs) I don't remember that. Play the fifth. (laughs) But uh, uh, Latona's 16, Cardinal's 13. uh, So if Latona gets that win, he'll move up a little bit in the rankings. Um, But, yeah, I I got him as well. All the reasons above, like you said, no reason to copy you more. I mean, honestly, there's not really any any other. Big there's nothing I'm too great, too excited about. No, to be it, honest. it's honestly, if you're an ACC fan or Virginia Tech fan, it's going to be fun to watch your team and and watch them get out there and get some experience, get some wins. Um, you know, the, the only guys really to point out besides the Virginia Tech team, uh, you have number one ranked Noah Adams from West Virginia at 197, so he'll be there. Um, 
but you know it's like you said outside of virginia tech there's not a whole lot um i will say the ohio kid um at 141 is pretty tough he's young connor mccrone and he'll wrestle sam hillegas another young guy i think hillegas takes it but um that'll be a fun match yeah it's cool that's a good one to look out for uh these duels are going to be on espn plus um, they're going to be on the 10th. i got to figure out when the hell the 9th and 10th and everything are. Um, the 10th is Sunday. The 10th is Sunday. Okay, cool. So 8th is Friday. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, Virginia Tech, these duels, they're on Sunday um, on ESPN+. Plus. They actually already have them scheduled, so it's going to go Ohio at noon, uh, Kent State at 2, and then West Virginia at 4. So... Uh, if you want to see that that Latona Cardinal match, that's going to be at four o'clock. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, Virginia Virginia Tech is uh, is probably going to steamroll through that one. Um, and then let's get to our final match of the week, and we can actually go through it and talk about it. It's going to be Pitt again. Uh, Pitt looked good last week. They got the dual win. Uh, got several several good wins throughout there. Uh, but 125, it looks like Colton Camacho. Um, I don't know if, if he's the starter over. Guess he's the guy. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, he, he started the first week, so we're going to go with him again. Uh, Camacho, he's going to be wrestling uh, Patesel from Lehigh. Uh, no, Patesel's at 33. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Ooh. You're, are you sure? I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right, because Earl said 25, but... Hey, I, Flo I'm, has thirty-three. Are you? You're just going by flow, and my own intuition. Your intuition. All right. <laughs> for the for the sake of this show, how about this? For we don't know. He, he could be twenty. He's at thirty-three. Brandon Pizza will be moving up to one thirty-three and debuts after, or at number nine after a really impressive season last year. When was that written? This week, whenever okay. these right. rankings came out. All right, cool. Uh, I'll shut up. We got another great match. Whatever. Um, anyway, he's listed at 125 on the website, Jack. So, anyways, um, we're, we're gonna. I'll switch it up. But uh, who the hell knows who Lehigh's got at 125? Um, I do. Jarrett Lane. All right, Jarrett Lane. There we go. So Jarrett Lane, Colton Camacho. What you got? Jarrett Lane. I hate saying it, um, but I, until until we see a little bit more out of Camacho, I think we're, we're going to go with Lane. Uh, one thirty-three is going to be is listed at one twenty-five on Lehigh's website. Told you, I double check. I don't just listen to Flow or whoever the hell tells me like Jack. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah. so uh, one thirty-three is going to be the big big one. Um, that's going to be Mickey Philippi, and uh, you said it's is it Pitesel? Um, I say Pitesel. All right. I think you just want to put, like, frilliness on it. Um, Pitesel. Whatever. I'm going to say Pitesel. Um, but either way, Pitesel, Pitesel, whatever the what, – however, if you're listening, just tell me, and I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. You're small, <laughs> but good at wrestling. Um, him I'm and, a killer. Yeah, him and Mickey Phillippe. Who you got in that one? I got Mickey. I think that – Pitesell's offense isn't going to be enough for Mickey's defense and top wrestling. I think it's going to be a problem. Um, man, Mickey's good. It sucks that he's at 133. Um, 
but my boy Mickey's good, so yeah. Well, I got him. I'm officially going to pick first for the rest of the night, so that you'll stop giving me crap. But because I'm going Mickey, also, um, not. I mean, you, but these matches aren't are brain busters. No, I think not. we might lose on Bullard. I think that's that's an upset to watch. I think Foots is good. I've already said it. Um, and the other match of the week, we're both gonna go the same guy. But you know, it's it just happens that way. You don't know what I'm gonna do, Jack. You have no idea. You're not okay. Okay, no, you so no you idea. won't pick Nino, and I'll pick Nino. <laughs> you have no idea until I get there. All right, I'm picking first. I do. I read so, you like a book, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read. Tricks on you. <laughs> well, uh, I'm the one that's doing the reading. That's why I I read you like a book. Not you read me like a book. I just think or else weird. you wouldn't let me go first. It's weird you want to stare at me that that long and intently. Um, but 141. Who says I read intently? <sighs> I don't know. All right. 141 is my favorite match of the duel. I'm not going to lie. Tell me. Amp it up. Cole Matthews versus Luke Karam. Cole Matthews needs a win after the loss last weekend to Tribus. And Luke Karam presents a tough matchup. Very good on top. Um, if he's healthy, he's really good. Um, has wins over, over really good guys in high school. He beat Dave Fix, you know. Um, he beat Vito Arujao. Like, he has very good wins. Uh, if we get the same healthy Luke Karam, uh, let me pick. I'm we picking might... first. You're picking first. I'm picking first. So don't you dare pick. Okay. You gotta tell me to pick. Okay. Maybe yeah, go. You can finish. All right. So, Cole Matthews. <laughs> I I love I love the Cole Matthews style. Man, he's fun to watch. Uh, unless it's a an obvious one, uh, I'm probably gonna gonna roll with my man. Discounting on our individual picks because we didn't count these. This isn't a match of the week. We can throw it in if we agree. I think any of them that we differ in, we need to throw in. So you should have a loss on your record. Moving forward, we made it. <laughs> so lame. No. We made it doesn't these, work like that. Jacob. I'm not going back through every damn duel, every match that we picked last week and figure There's out. There's only one match that we deferred on. No. Um, no, we're, we're moving forward, man. You can't go back after you make a rule. It's not how it works. You get grandfathered in. I'm grandfathered in. That's so lame. That's it's so rules. lame. It's life. That's lame. You know, <sighs> I think you're just butthurt that I'm beating you. So that's all that matters. I'm a little frustrated. I'm not going to lie. All right. Well, I'm not a liar. How about this? From moving forward, if we decide there's another one we disagree on, and we decide, I'll put it in the dock we'll write it down in stone are you going we'll write it down you're gonna write it down in stone i'm gonna etch it into stone <laughs> all right uh matthews of Karam. uh shoot dude this is tough i'll go matthews do it i'm going matthews <sighs> loser okay um, he hasn't okay. wrestled in a while he hasn't wrestled in a year in no. fact he hasn't wrestled since December 30th, 2019. All right. Well, we're both on Matthews. Um, we can probably go scoot through this next one. Uh, Kemmerer and Hoffman. It's going to be Hoffman. Hoffman. Um, 57. 
crickets. Oh, whoever whoever the the Lehigh guy is. You're picking Lehigh guy. Yes, I'm picking um, Burkhart or wait, Burkhart or Meyer. I don't even know. I I'm on WrestleStat and it says Meyer, but it's Burkhart. Yeah, I'm going Lehigh. Honestly, I don't know anything about either of these guys really, so I, I'm gonna go Burkhart just because I don't want to lose off of a. Oh my gosh! Okay. If they're in the top 33 on Intermat or like, no, or WrestleStat on WrestleStat and we differ, then it goes on the, the record. Okay. We yeah. shouldn't, if they're like yeah. 100 versus 120, right. it shouldn't count. There we go. Yeah. We're not counting these the guys that aren't ranked for sure. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'll go, I'll go Burkhart though. I mean, Baggett got tossed around last week a little. Um, so, but 65, Jake Wenzel and, and Meyer. Uh, it's going to be Wenzel for me, dog. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm ever going to pick against Wenzel again. Wenzel. What about Mackay? Hey, you <laughs> you can't read me. You can't read me. <laughs> Tricks on you, I can't read. Told you. Um, there you go. Now you can use it. Now I can say it. Um, yeah, it's going to be Wenzel. Uh, at 74, uh, McGill's not ranked. Um, but Lehigh has Logan, who is ranked. Uh, do you know much about Logan? No. Me either. I have no idea what I'm going to do here. I'll I'm say going. Lehigh. I'm going McGill. We'll put okay. that one on. You put no, that one on? we will not. We were not. No, we don't know anything about these guys. That would not be. We All just right. said if they're in the top 33, and they're not. All right, fine. Um, I, I will say we got to stop real quick. Um, Earl ranking the top 33. First of all, that's a lot of work. Like, kudos to Earl. Um, but so much cooler. 33, because there's 33 dudes at the NCAA tournament. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Props it's to way, Earl. It's way, it helps all the coaches when they do the coaches' rankings. Yeah. Because could you imagine? They only get the top 20, and then they're freaking picking 13 guys out of their butt, freaking trying to figure it out. Yeah. So It's hard. Props to Earl. Shade thrown towards non-33 ranking sites. Um, Whoa. I didn't throw any shape. Uh, For the record, that was not me. Whatever. <laughs> Love a man early. He does a great job. Uh, I think it's really cool. Um, but one set or 184, Greg Harvey, and then we got Edmund Ruth. Dude. I'm, I'm going Ruth. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Lock it in. I'm going Ruth. He's going to win. He's going to upset Oh, him. my God. Ah! Jack, you are aware this is not the same Ed Ruth. No, I know. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm locking it in. It's locked in. It's over. Dude. I'm going to get another win. I don't know if anybody ever told that family that they could name their kid something else. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. But uh, Ed, Edward, uh, there's, there, there's three of them. There's three of Edmund. them, though. I'm pretty sure there's what? three. Yeah, so you got Edward Ruth. Wait. Edward, was that Ed Ruth, Penn State? What was his damn name? Was it Edward Edmund? This is Edmund. This is Edmund. Okay, isn't there an Edmund? This is Edmund. Ah, whatever. I don't know. There's three brothers. I'm pretty damn sure, and they're all Ed something. Um, That's awesome. Which is really cool. Ed Ed Ruth. I'm so confused on whether I think it's awesome or really weird. I, I don't know. I, I think go it's back great. I like it when parents name their kids after like their first name rhymes with their last name. 
like like Larry Berry yeah. or something like that. Oh, dude, how about a uh, country singer Philip Phillips? Yeah, or wow. Jake Jacobson, who wrestles. We're about to talk about. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, all right, <laughs> he's well, probably Jacob Jacobson. Probably, I. <laughs> am without hesitation going mr kitchen sink himself greg harvey um greg is gonna get the win. lock it in yeah let's lock that one in so i'm going greg harvey you're going ed something ruth uh edmund ruth Ed, you're gonna know his name after this weekend you're gonna you're not gonna forget it i'm just well I, i i can't call him ed ruth because that name's already taken so um yeah Greg Harvey, I'm going Mr. Kitchen Sink, uh, and we'll, we'll differ on that one. So that'll be a fun one. Again, Pitt producing matches we picked different on. 197, uh, Nino Bonacorsi, Jake Jacobson. It's Nino all day here. It's, it's the unrelenting gas tank. Uh, Nino is going to get the win here. Um, and it's just, it's just a matter of how much he, he wins by for me. Uh, I think it's a comfortable win, though. I can see... Four or five point win. You could see a five point win. Yeah. You could see a five. You're ridiculous. Yeah. No. He's not going to tech him. Oh, he's not going to tech him. What did I say? Tech? No I chance. Five point him. win. When the hell did tech become five points? Oh, there? I thought you said five, well in duels. What? No. You said four or five. Oh you said God. four or five. Yeah, like the points of the match. I thought you were thinking major tech. Jack, Jack, Jack. It's no, crazy. I agree with the a four. Five point match win. He wins yes. by four or five points in the individual match when they line up and it's not the team score. There you go. I was like, it's you're off your rocker. You're off your rocker. Wild man over here calling a tech I, over a ranked opponent. I'm not going to call a tech. Um, I, call I, the tech. He could call he, the tech. He could measure him. I'm not calling a tech, but I'm. I'm if he majors him, it's 10 to 2. 11 to 3. It's yeah, not going to no, be no. like 20 to 8 or something crazy like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing that I, I thought was cool about Nino, though, last weekend, we, we talked about him a little bit, his gas tank, but like uh, I noticed that it was like 4 to 1 halfway through the match, right? And then he just exploded. So it wasn't like he was consistently building a lead. He absolutely exploded in the last period. So. Yeah, yeah, no, he's got a tank. That's why I'm so excited about his match with Jay, because yeah. Jay doesn't get tired either, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, it's Nino. I'm copying off your test here. Good. Uh, no doubt. I'm a good test taker. So, Are you? I'm actually really bad at taking tests. I'm good at other stuff. Yeah. Um, if it's not math, I can't guarantee anything. Um, but <laughs> Same here, to be honest. So... Yeah, I mean, we both got Nino. Uh, last one, Jacob Slinger and Lacombe, as Jack would say, I guess, because you like to put accents and shit on there. Um, Lacombe. <laughs> whatever this guy is. I'm going freaking Slinger, man. Gun yeah. Slinger right here. All right. This is like I'm Pitt's going version. Slinger too. It's Pitt's version of Gas Tank Gary. All right. He is the Slinger. I don't know. We're going to. He's the hash slinging slasher. I don't know. We're coming up with some kind of nickname for him, like Gas Tank Gary, because if you come out in your first ever match and put up 16-0 as a heavyweight, you deserve a nickname. We'll call him Juiced Up Jacob. Hey, man. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Jacob the Slinger. I'm going Slinger. Slinger. I don't know. Let's go Slinger. Gun Locking Slinger, in. Man. 
Yeah, it's Slinger. Uh, he, he is my and new it guy. Comes down to that match. Comes down to that match, and Pitt, Pitt wins the duel. Oh, absolutely, with a tech. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but I mean, if we look back through it, uh, this will kind of get us into our dual picks. Um, I think the only one we differed on was Harvey, right? So, um, I guess one, two, three, four. Five. I went five five. Five five. You went. I think you went seven three, because you picked you picked McGill over Logan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you went seven three. So I've so got- uh, you got pit by a lot. I've got pit by a little. Do you have um, pit? Yeah, I got pit as well. I think that there's gonna be. I think the matches that pit. Oh, now that I think about it, Hoffman. Hoffman's gonna get bonus, and and Slinger's. I'll go pit. I'll go pit. What? And Slinger's getting bonus. Shoot <laughs> up, Jacob. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Well. So I guess we both got pit. Yeah, I don't know how it's gonna work, but I don't. I think this is my like. My safety net if Ed if Ed Ruth isn't the truth. Yeah. But got a feeling, man. I think that Russell Stat's gonna not gonna steer me wrong here. I'm All going right. straight Russell Stat here. So hold on. Uh I had Harvey, you had Ruth, right? So that was our, our, our difference. Okay. Uh I got man, if I have two losses and you have a goose egg next week, I'm gonna be real pissed off. That's gonna be awesome. Um, I'm not gonna show up. <laughs> whatever um, but <sighs> alright so we both got pit right um, what about let's go uh, NC we both State. have UVA we, we both, both have, have NC State both have NC State both have UVA and we have Virginia Tech on all of them all three so uh, while there's not going to be it's going to be a good ACC weekend while there's not going to be any difference here for us, uh, it's going to be pretty all or nothing for us on the on the record wise. Um, not all or nothing, I guess. You know, whatever. But we got all the same duels, right? Uh, and I think the only match that we differed on, surprisingly, the only one was Harvey and and Ruth. Um, so yeah, I think that my match of the week is Bullard Flitz, uh, followed by Latona Cardinal. Because this will this will slingshot Latona higher into the ranking, um, and Ed Scott, you know, Ed Scott can can make his, his name known in the rankings. Yeah. Also, I just I, I Dyson's the freaking man. I just got another text from Dyson um, confirmation that uh, Brandon Patel is is 133. So we're gonna get to see him. Mic drop. Mamba out. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> Yeah, that still makes me sad to sit here things like that. Why? Kobe, man. 2020 took Kobe. Oh. Yeah. That was a tough one. Um, but, yeah, so we, we got all our duels picked. We got all our individuals picked. Um, so we only have one difference, but it's going to be a fun match. Um, and I'm going to talk a lot of crap when Harvey wins, Mr. Kitchen Sink himself. Uh, or, Am I gonna owe another pit guy an apology after this weekend? You are, or You're will I not? <laughs> I'll find like out s- next time. <laughs> All I can say is that I promise you, 
without a doubt that if Harvey gets the win, I'm going to try my damnedest to get him on here so that you can apologize to him face to face. No, don't do that. I will, I will not show up for that. <laughs> oh, you won't know. Uh, it'll, it'll just be thrown at you. But yeah, man. Uh, so, yes, I'm sorry for picking against you. All right. Oh, yes, I am sorry for picking. <laughs> I'm sorry for picking. <laughs> we'll just black your screen out so you have to. <laughs> yes, yes. You have to see you. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been talking. We went 15 minutes past what we thought we were going to do. So we're getting Jack better. it, Jacob. We're getting better. We are. We, we truly are. Um, but a little bit at a time, I guess. You know, 1% every day. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we made all our picks. Everything looks good. Excited for the weekend ahead. Um, if you're listening, make sure that you tune in tomorrow sometime. I think I'm going to be able to drop that Cavalier Wrestling Radio episode. Uh, Coach Garland and, uh, and Quinn Miller are going to be on. And you know, we know, obviously, you know that any time that Garland is on the mic, you need to listen because this man's awesome. Um, one thing, dude, you got to get them on Rockfin. Got to. I told him he needed to, and he said, "Definitely going to look do into on it." it. Huh? Well, I mean, I, I, for starters, I'll do their their podcast episodes, put them on there for them. They come out with articles every week on the results and everything. Just why not put them on the Rockfin, man? Um, yeah, it's just copy paste that'd be pretty smart actually why the hell not right yeah I'll, I'll give him a call i'll talk to him you should I'll give him a ring yeah we're, we're we're building this thing uh with the help of our episode tonight rockfin went over three dollars uh so it's killing it it was 38 cents when i joined um uh, so like their stock was at 38 cents it's not stock jack so what, what is it it's crypto crypto i don't know what it is man i don't Golly. It was 38 cents when I joined. It just went over $3. So um, doing well. If anybody is interested in getting a Rockfin channel, you got content to create, reach out, let me know. I'll see if I can hook you up. But Rockfin's the it's the shit. So mm-hmm. all right, man. Um, that's all I got. Anything else from you? No, I think that these is going to be awesome. Um you know, they're just watching the ACC teams last weekend. They all killed it. They look great. Uh, it's going to be fun when UNC steps on the mat and we get to see Austin O'Connor back at it. Uh, just a killer. And, you know, beat me a few times at Tulsa Nationals. That hurt. That stung. Sticks with me. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. That sucks. Awesome. Now I'm going to go to bed depressed. That's all I got. I'm done. All right. Mic drop. We're out. See you guys next time.